so last of the big three macronutrients today, we're going to talk about carbs last week or last time we talked about protein, the time for that fat. So we're rounding out the big three with carbs. Carbs I like to refer to as LeBron James because they're quick, they're fast, they're agile, like they're really easily accessible by your body for energy. Um, and over the years, carbs have been stressed for their impact on performance because they do give you that quick energy, but they also give you that quick crash. So afternoon slumps, people are like, you know, thinking they're hungry and they're eating a candy bar or something, you know, the Snickers commercials are, um, killing me because yeah, it gives you really great energy and it gets you through and then you crash and you crash hard. Um, and so I like to say that it results like having a lot of carbs, heavy, heavy carbs, um, and the quick carbs, the simple carbs will, um, result in a lot of fouls and technical calls. And so you'll be sidelined. Um, but once we started sidelining carbs, that's when the other players got to step up and carbs were able to be a team player. So certainly carbs have been vilified a lot also just like fats. So there's people that are in the carb camp that I love carbs. I'm a carbivore. Um, and then there's people like, no, how many carbs does that have? So it's important to know, or to remember, I can't stress enough, we should never vilify or cut out an entire macronutrient. There is a simple side, and that's the simple carbs like bread, pasta, cookies, cakes. Um, this is not where that KISS acronym, keep it simple, stupid, should apply. But there's also a really multifaceted complex side of carbohydrates um, in things like leafy greens, low glycemic fruits, other non-starchy vegetables that make them very, very valuable. Carbs are a great source <clears throat> of their, their stable energy if you have those slower digesting carbs. Um, have you guys heard of the glycemic index? Uh, you can it, it rates on how quickly your blood sugar will spike from in from consuming um, a carbohydrate dense food. Um, and also, by the way, keep your chat boxes open because I'm going to do a pop quiz in a second. Um, and they also have really great MVP nutrients like fiber, fiber, which we need resistant starch. And that's really, really healthy for your uh, microbiome, your gut, your second brain. And so I want you to think stability, 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 not simple, the slower digesting carbs. And then while, so, so carbs will, are what, what turns on your um, pancreas to, to, to release insulin. Um, and so insulin does is a, is a hormone that is the fat storing hormone, but it's important to remember that the right type of carbs for you is going to keep your energy high, your uh, brain cognition uh, clear, your, your, you know, focused and, and keep you op just optimizing your health and operating at your fullest um, potential. So too much of the simple carbohydrates, the fast ones, they're going to disrupt your hormones, um, especially the satiety hormones. Leptin that says I'm full. Ghrelin, like the little gremlin, says I'm hungry, feed me more. And so the, it will disrupt those hormones. And so you're going to think you're hungry more often, but it's just that your blood sugar is going like this. So keeping your blood sugar stable with those more complex carbs um, will help with your um, 
thyroid function, you manage your cortisol levels. And, you know, cortisol is really a huge, it's a stressor hormone, um, fight or flight, and it's big on um, promoting visceral uh, storage of visceral fat, which is in your belly. Um, and also too much of the simple will increase or decrease your insulin sensitivity. And we want to be sensitive. So your body's going to get these carbs and keep uh, pushing out more insulin, but you don't need more insulin. We want our body to know when to turn that on and turn that off. Um, and then of course, increasing uh, inflammation and fat storage. Um, so, oh, okay. So then, sorry, I'm, I'm all over the place because I'm excited about this pop quiz. It's coming right up. Um, so if you don't have enough of the carbohydrates in your diet, don't cut them out because you will, you know, decrease your thyroid function, increase your cortisol levels and decrease your testosterone. Hopefully that's that, that perked up the, the guy's ears out there, decrease your testosterone. You don't want to go like all fat, all keto, um, all protein. So finding what's right for you. Remember, we're all different. We're all bio individuals. And so what works for me, isn't going to work for Teresa is not going to work for Carrie. Um, Collie, I can't even imagine what, if you carry it like I did, <laughs> uh, but finding what's right for you is not focusing on calorie management, not focusing on cutting an entire macronutrient out, just toying with those ratios, paying attention to how you feel, um, your hunger. Are you hungry? Are you craving certain foods? Are you, how's your energy? How's your mood? How's your, <clears throat> you know, stress management? How is your reactivity to, I mean, your kid's spilling an entire cup of juice all over the kitchen counter and floor and splashing everywhere. Um, how are you sleeping? How's your focus? How's your digestion? You can't cut out carbs because we need the fiber and the resistance searches so we can continue with peristalsis. So otherwise um, our entire digestive system and microbiome is all out of whack. So, and also on, I'm switching the ratios. I don't think I've talked about the calories in each of these macronutrients. Um, so if you wanted to have a little bit more carbs and a little bit more protein, a little less fat, um, but just keeping your overall calorie intake the same, um, just remember that protein and carbs are both four calories per gram and fat is nine calories per gram. So essentially if you're going to, you can add twice the protein for the fat and vice versa, half the fat for the protein or carbs, if you're going to, um, going to switch those up. So talked about simple carbs and how they spike your, spike your, um, glucose really fast. I'm going to share my screen. Um, so here I have four foods, one tablespoon of just regular table sugar, a banana, a Snickers bar, and, uh oh, it's not coming up yet. Saying so Zoom quit unexpectedly. Oh, the coming up now? Uh, no, it's just giving me the Shannon comp when I started screen sharing. It's just black right now, though. So there's nothing there. I don't know what happened. All right. So I'm going to try it again. All right. Share this screen. Share. Do I share computer sound? Optimized group. Uh, there we go. Did that work? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So the glycemic index, it measures how quickly this food, 
that you consume spikes your glucose, uh, spikes blood glucose. So um, I've got one, I can't see now you guys, but um, so Teresa, will you look in this chat box? I'm gonna have to disqualify uh, Gummy Bear, Josh Andreessen, if he's already on here, because they've already done with this with him. But um, the winner, the first one to guess correctly, um, you'll get a $25 gift certificate to the swag store. So can you guess which food is highest on the glycemic index? A tablespoon of sugar, a banana, a Snickers bar, or a slice of bread? So we've got sugar came in first. Yeah, go back up there. Sugar, we've got bread, wheat bread, bread, white bread, uh, banana, and Snickers. So we've got all four of them. <laughs> all right. So somebody, somebody's won. So whoever guessed this answer first, it is bread. Bread is a 71 on the glycemic index compared to um, sugar at 68, a Snickers bar at 55. It's basically the same as a banana. And mind you, this is um, a ripe banana. The, the greener the banana, the more they have of the resistant starch, which is um, resistant to digestion. So that helps with, uh, resistant to being digested. So it helps with your digestion. Um, and so the green bananas actually are really good for you. Really, um, stable energy, the riper they get, the more, um, sugar content is in that banana, but honestly, 90% of the people get that answer wrong. So whoever gets bread first, you get a $25 gift certificate. So Barrett and Margaret both came in at 9 14 AM with bread. Um, All right. I, I guess I'll get it was first, but then Margaret, but the timey stamp is exactly the same. Just All right. I'll, I'll let you guys decide on that one. So, so that would make you think that, um, you know, all right, I'm going to watch that glycemic index, but, uh, here's another, another trick, another, another, um, bend in the road, if you will, there was that we're all still different. And so, Bioindividuality, bio I cannot just stress that enough. There was a study done where participants were given either a banana or a cookie. And both of them had the same carbohydrate content, but obviously the cookie, the chocolate chip cookie is going to spike your blood sugar high, fastest. And while the majority of the participants, it, that did happen, they, it spiked fast and crashed. Some of the participants had the opposite effect. And so it just has to do with how your body, how what, what your enzyme makeup is in your body and how it's transporting it. So there are some people that can do really well on a higher carbohydrate diet. I'm a person that I have, like I do, I do better on a lower carbohydrate, more um, sustained. That gives me a lot, or the, the more the complex. Um, I do get those crashes, but if you're somebody that can tolerate a lot more carbohydrates and then you, the only way you find that out is by paying attention to how you're feeling. Um, and all of those that I, you know, that I mentioned your sleep, your focus, your digestion, your hunger, your cravings, all of that. So uh, we're all different. There is no one diet, one size fits all diet for anyone. Um, and so timing of the carbs, we've talked about a lot about timing last time when we talked about protein, I think I was protein. Yeah. When I was talking about the, the bagel diet and the egg diet. And if you consume your carbohydrates earlier in the day, you're prone to be hungrier throughout the day. You can also play with that because again, we're different, but the majority, our brains want us to think, oh, we shouldn't eat a lot of carbs at night because they're going to go straight to my belly or my butt. But that's not the case. 
your body is, if you're eating your carbohydrates later in the day, your body is on offense rather than defense. So now it's replenishing your energy stores rather than you replenish them first thing in the morning. When you break your fast, you give this easy energy to your body. And so it's just kind of getting, kind of being lazy. So then you have to play defense. So it is better to have your carbohydrates more towards the end of the day, start your, start your mornings, um, with, with the lower carb foods. And then again, as always choose quality, you know, um, sweet potatoes, greenish, greenish bananas. I don't recommend green bananas, but those are probably pretty gross, but greenish bananas. I like to buy them kind of green and freeze them and stick them in my smoothies. Um, squash, peas, carrots. There's all kinds of, um, really carbohydrate dense, healthy foods that have all the great nutrients. Of course, you know, anything processed is junk, but again, we don't ever cut out anything. I would never say don't eat sugar. Don't eat, um, for, you know, don't eat carbs, cut your protein, cut, cut something out, like never cut anything out. I always say crowd out. So add in all the good stuff, the whole foods, the things that you do, that don't come from a package, and then you can have some treats. Um, so just remember your macro, your macronutrient ratio is unique to you, nobody else. Um, and then just listen to your body. So hopefully that was helpful. Next time I will round out the remaining two. I'll give you a little Spoiler wrapping, uh, spoiler alert, wrapping up the series on why and how alcohol and water are often considered macronutrients.